Our scripture readings for today are first reading from the book of Acts. An angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go toward the south to the road that goes down to Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb silent before its sheared, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, About whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak. And starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop. And both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Here ends the reading. Our second reading from 1 John. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only Son into the world so we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his Spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as the Savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God. And they abide in God, 
So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this way, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this, those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. Here ends the reading. Our Gospel today from St. John, the 15th chapter. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Jesus said, Abide in me as I abide in you. It's an awesome affirmation, really, isn't it? To say that Jesus abides in you, in me, in us, right now? The first letter of John that we heard as our second lesson clarifies this some more. That abiding shows up in our lives as love, because God is love. Today I want to say I'm especially aware of and thinking about that love that has been demonstrated in your lives during this past year of the pandemic. Love shown in your patience, your prayers, your compassion, your generosity, your care for others. God bless you. Thank you for your witness to the steadfast love of God the risen, living Lord Jesus Christ abides in you, in the community of God's people here at United Lutheran Church. Jesus uses the image of branches connected to him, the vine, to describe the kind of abiding connection we have to the source of love in life. When I think about us as branches, 
The image that comes to mind for me is a sequoia tree. And one in particular in Mariposa Grove, southern end of Yosemite National Park in California. Yomi and I visited there a couple of years ago and I still remember walking up to the sequoia tree known as the grizzly giant, estimated to be over 2,000 years old, which means it has spanned all the years since Jesus walked this earth. When you view this sequoia tree from a distance, like from here, for example, to the end of the parking lot, and if you have in mind a scale of the most large tree you might ever see in our area, and the tree, that evergreen, just across the street, might be one of those large trees that we can see in our area now. If you look at it from the standpoint of a sequoia tree and the scale, a person standing beside that tree would look about the size of a squirrel on its hind legs. The first branch coming out of that sequoia tree is six feet in diameter. Besides the age and the size, there were two other features of the sequoia tree that have stuck with me, which helped me relate Jesus' branch image with our lives as people who abide in Jesus. One feature is the system of branching capillarity. The sequoia uses this capillarity to draw large quantities of water up the trunk through all the branches to a height of over 200 feet against all the forces of gravity in order to keep the tree alive and evergreen. I am the vine, Jesus said. You are the branches. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Jesus' living connection to us means Jesus' living water can flow can flow to us and through us, even against the gravity of the world, to bring life and hope where there is darkness or despair. One other feature about the sequoia tree is that when they are growing in close proximity to one another, their root systems interconnect with each other and they actually share water and nutrients with each other. This is true of other trees as well. As we think about the way abiding in Jesus, as a branch connected to Jesus, the way his love interconnects us with one another, 1 John reminds us as Jesus' beloved ones, beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. As branches abiding in Jesus, we have been created to be like capillary, expressing Jesus' love to others, to those who are out there on the edges, on the margins, to keep that life-giving, loving mission of Jesus moving to others. In a world where dark forces are always working to separate people, isolate people in hopelessness 
The spirit energy of the risen Lord Jesus creates abiding love and the fruit of love where we can be energized to care for one another. Jesus abides in us that the energy of his self-giving love might strengthen us and replenish us. Replenish us right where our love is depleted. Where the gravity of this world weighs us down. We need this abiding with Jesus because loving others when life gets heavy is not easy. Sometimes the most difficult people to love are those closest to us. When our middle son Evan was in residential treatment with others who were suffering from eating disorder addictions, as parents we often would meet and visit with other families who had loved ones in treatment too. I remember visiting with a family from Nebraska one day. I was talking with this young woman who was a sister of one of the people in the treatment program at the Melrose Institute. This young woman said to me, when I was eight years old, my older sister's addiction started. I remember when I was younger, I even lied to my parents for my sister. But I can't do that kind of thing anymore. And when I found those laxatives in her room, which she was abusing, I took them, and she was mad at me. But I'm not sorry I threw them. I'm tired of seeing my sister being hurt by her disorder, by her addiction. And I'm tired of being manipulated and used by this disease. I love my sister. But it's so hard. Love is hard. It is really hard sometimes. And I know you know that. Abide in me as I abide in you, Jesus says. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself, Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. None of us can love and give love without that love being replenished. And when it comes to love, we were never meant to be self-sufficient. Jesus said, the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Jesus calls us to abide in him because when we abide in him, we abide in love, the source of love. We all have relationships in our lives that challenge us to the core of our being. Love is hard and it can be easily depleted. And we can quickly get caught in shame thinking that we are really no good because our own love is so lacking in some way. 
Our Bible readings today take us through those places in our lives where our own love is not enough. But they also take us to the source of love, which is our hope. When Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches, Jesus is saying, I am love. I am connected to you. I am your source. I am reliable. Abide in me. Abide comes from that Greek word, meno, meaning literally to remain, to stay, to live, to dwell, to continue. Jesus is saying, remain in me, stay with me, live in me, dwell with me. And so that we can be sure that Jesus is committed to abiding with us, remaining and staying and living and dwelling with us, Jesus comes to us today in the Holy Communion, this sacrament of his love that we taste, that we might taste and see Jesus' love is steadfast indeed. And that we might know that Jesus abides in us, and with us always. Thanks be to God. Amen. I invite you to affirm your faith now in the words of the Creed. And for those who are able, I also invite you to stay. I believe in God, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, living in the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray now for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, for all people according to their needs. Lord Jesus, forgive us for the times when we try to go it alone, thinking we are somehow self-sufficient, and that we have strength in and of ourselves to love. We have heard your word today, that God is love, you abide in us, that we might know this love ourselves, and that we might abide with you always. May your love strengthen us today, may your sacrament nourish our lives, especially to love those who are hard to love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, guide the call process in our call committee as we seek to discern who you are calling to be the next pastor for United Lutheran Church. Help us to listen for your leading and give us the blessing of your light to see your will. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give you thanks for the gift of spring rains, revitalizing the earth, refreshing creation. Bless the planting season now. And be with all farmers who are stewards of the land as they work to provide food for the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those 
who are hungry, for the unemployed, for the homeless, for those living in refugee camps or on the streets, migrants who are seeking a better life, that they may be fed and cared for and find new pathways for restoring their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Come among us, life-giving God, with love which never ends, with faith reaching out for help, with hearts desiring trust. Come among us, O Jesus, friend of the broken, with your compassion. Make us whole, Lord, in your mercy. Come to our aid, O God, as COVID-19 continues to spread. Heal those who are sick. Protect families and friends from being infected. We pray especially today for the country of India. Support healthcare workers. Give continuing success to the development of vaccines and their distribution. We pray for all who suffer in body, mind, or spirit this day and ask for healing for those from our community. Colleen, Lucille, Terry, Brett, Ruth, Leroy, Larry, Perry, Sally, Bud, Gary, Adele, John, Croy. Grant them your healing grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord Jesus Christ, you went ahead of us into the grave, and you defeated the powers of sin and death and the evil one. We remember those who have died, especially those most dear to us, who we remember now in our hearts before you. Inspire us to live our lives in resurrection hope, and of that day we'll be reunited with those who have gone before us. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Into your hands now, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. We give thanks for all of God's gifts today, especially for the gift of God's everlasting love in our lives. Thank you for the gifts that you share with the United Lutheran Church for the mission of Christ through this congregation. God bless you in your stewardship of all that God has entrusted to you. Let us pray. Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care, and prepare us now to feast on our Savior and Lord. Amen. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. When we pray together now the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. You may commune now. Almighty God, you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift, in faith toward you, and in fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks, Thanks be to God. And just a reminder that we invite you to visit with one another today, but we invite you to do that outside. It would be much safer there. So as you recess today, thank you, Sue, for playing again today for your music. God bless you on your day.